Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What's up, homies? Thanks for tuning in to today's Bet Slippin' Podcast daily NBA show. It's our postseason show. I'm recording for the Sunday games, uh, the Game 1 series matchups between the Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat, the Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics, New Orleans Pelicans, Phoenix Suns, and uh, the Chicago Bulls, and the Milwaukee Bucks. you got to flip-flop the order of the final two, but those are the four games on the NBA slate. I'm actually recording Saturday, April 16th, as the Mavericks and the uh, Utah Jazz square off in the first game of the NBA postseason. So I can't grade any of my picks yet. I actually took a shot at all four underdogs for the Saturday games, as I'm sure you guys know already. If you're a subscriber to this podcast, you've already heard that. I've uh, taken all four underdogs for Saturday's games. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at two underdogs for these games as well um, for the Sunday slate. I got a couple player prop leans in there that I'm going to give you guys as well during the handicaps. Um, but first, let me shout out the presenting website of this podcast, sportsbookwire.com. You can read mine and my colleagues' daily sports handicaps and breakdowns for all major sporting events over at that website. Um, and you can also check out, or also please check out our um, odds provider and sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. Um, they're now live in New Jersey and Colorado. So if you're in either one of those states, please check them out. They have an awesome, easy, and mobile sportsbook app um, that you can use. And you can get a bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Um, before trying out Typico Sportsbook. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game. So please see their website for details. Um, but if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. All right, so let's talk about the Sunday games. First matchup, the Atlanta Hawks visiting the Miami Heat. Miami is the one seed. Atlanta um, is the eight seed after beating the Cleveland Cavaliers Friday in the play-in game, the final play-in game. Tip-off for that game is 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, and the Miami Heat are favored 6.5 points, total sitting at 216.5. I am i don't have an official play on this game um, because I've been so wrong about Atlanta lately and they've cost me so much money that I, I, um, I, I actually lean towards Miami uh, because it's a bad spot for Atlanta, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, I've been wrong uh, flat out about Atlanta or the Hawks. Um, several times here down the stretch. I made some money fading them earlier in the season, but it hasn't been fading, hasn't been profitable fading them lately. Uh, the Heat are 3-1 and one straight up um, and against the spread versus the Hawks this season. Uh, both teams have been banged up, though, in those matchups. And Miami, or Atlanta, comes into this game possibly missing Clint Capella, who exited 
um, the the playing game with Cleveland after he was rolled up on um, by by Evan Mobley and uh, just kind of like a freak accident. He hyperextended his knee. His status is still questionable, and his status could could really matter uh, to the outcome of this game. Capella Capella is essential to Atlanta's offensive rebounding and floor spacing, vertical spacing as well. Um, so I think. Uh, Atlanta could be in trouble if Capella can't be can't play tomorrow. Um, but Atlanta is coming in on the play-in momentum, which is something I'll talk about in a second with New Orleans. There has been a ton of line movement, so we're getting the worst of the number. If we were to bet Miami, it started out at Miami three and a half, um, and all the money is on Miami, and it steamed it up to the current number, which is six and a half. So again, we're getting the the worst of the number, and these teams have uh, split the four factors. Um, this season, which is effective field goal shooting, turnover rate, rebounding rate, and uh, free throw attempt rate. So, um, you know, it is a pretty even matchup. I think the, the, the number's pretty sharp, and I don't see any value in laying 6.5 with Miami, even though, again, it is a bad spot for Atlanta. They're 4-15 and against the number on the road versus winning teams, 1-5 and against the number in their last six in Miami. Uh, Miami's also ten and six against the spread as five to seven point favorites and plus two point four ATS differential uh, versus top ten offenses. I am looking at a couple player props in this matchup though. On the Heat side, I'm looking for Max Struess and PJ Tucker three point props. Tipico doesn't have any of them listed yet, um, but I would be looking to take take those because they both shoot very well versus Atlanta. Um, I think. Uh, Max Struess is right around 40%, and, and so is P.J. Tucker from behind the arc for Atlanta this season. And they should be getting less of uh, Atlanta's defensive attention tomorrow because, you know, Jimmy Butler, Tyler, Tyler Hero, um, and Bam Adebayo will be taking more of Atlanta's defensive bandwidth. So I'm looking at Max Struess and P.J. Tucker three-point props, but... Since they're not officially listed, I can't make it an official play, and I, I don't have an official play in this game. So moving on to the next game, which I actually do like, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who are the seventh seed after beating the Cavs in the first play-in game, play the two-seed Boston Celtics tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. That game's on ABC. The first one's on TNT. The the, the Hawks heated what I meant by the first one. Um... And the uh, the total of this game, Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics is two twenty four and a half. Um, I'm playing the Brooklyn Nets plus four and a half, and I'll sprinkle on their plus one forty five money line. These are odds um, courtesy of Tipico. Boston was three and one straight up and against the number and the 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 season series, and they've won and covered three straight in these uh, matchups. The totals four and zero oh to the over uh, to the over. And if you remember last season, Brooklyn um, won the series 4-1, to one, and they covered in all four of their victories last year to eliminate the Boston Celtics. But I like Brooklyn because both play a lot of iso ball, and I'll, I'll take KD and Kyrie Irving in that situation over Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, and, and Brooklyn's better on paper uh, this season than they were last, I think. I think the addition of Andre Drummond gives them a legit starting big, and uh, Nicholas Claxton on the off the bench gives him a legit backup big, and 
that's a key and underrated feature of um, winning successful teams is is having backup bigs and depth at rebounding and size, which Brooklyn now has because of the James Harden trade that they made um, a couple months ago. And, you know, I, I think Goran Dragic, uh, a guy they picked up on the buyout market, he's been to the finals. He can he can play some good basketball down the stretch for Brooklyn and off the bench. I mean, he's going to be going against other teams' second units. So I think he can get the better of his matchup versus, like, Peyton Pritchard, who I think uh, would would be guarding Drogic uh, off of Boston's bench. And uh, Seth Curry, though he's been banged up, um, is an above-average starting shooting guard and, and really has played well versus Boston this season. I'll talk about him in a minute because he's got a player prop that I'm looking at as well. Um, but I think the, the absence of Boston's defensive big, um, Robert Williams the third is going to be huge in this matchup. He's got a, a really nice on-off net rating. I don't have it in front of me for Boston this season. So his absence matters. KD is the best player on the floor and just lit up Boston last season. In Boston, he averaged 41.5 points and 61% shooting. Um, so he was he was sensational in Boston last year. You know he's not going to get rattled by the Boston crowd. And Kyrie, Kyrie Irving plays really well against Marcus Smart. Maybe it's you know something about them use, uh, playing together when Kyrie was in Boston. There's like a healthy competitive rivalry or maybe it's chippy I don't know but in their 11 head-to-head meetings Kyrie Irving's averaging 25 points on 51 40 90 shooting so he balls out and this is a profitable price point for Brooklyn and a costly or um, price point that Boston loses at what and um, uh, typically Uh, what I mean by that is, is Brooklyn has a winning ATS record as three to four and a half point underdogs. And Boston has a losing ATS record as three to four and a half point favorites. So I like Brooklyn in the series. Um, I I actually, I guess I lean Brooklyn in the series, but I think four and a half is is too many points. So I'm going to sprinkle on Brooklyn plus plus one forty five, And I'm also looking for Seth Curry points and or three point props. His points should be around 11.5, and, and his three-point prop should be around 2.5. Tipico doesn't have any official line listed, so I can't give out an official play. Um, but against Boston this season, Seth Curry's actually played five games because he played a couple with Philly, a couple with Brooklyn, and he's averaging 18 points per game on 55% from the floor, 56% from three-point land, Seth Curry is. He's cashed um, over two and a half three pointers made in ten of his nineteen games in Brooklyn. He's went over eleven and a half uh, points and over two and a half three pointers made in nine of his twelve pl- playoff games last season with Philly. I do like Seth Curry if he's healthy to go over these player props, and uh, I'm going to gamble that he is, and and I'll be sprinkling on them again. It's not an official play. It's not going to go against my record because Tipico doesn't have those odds listed right now. But my official play is Brooklyn Nets plus four and a half. And I'm also going to sprinkle on the money line, so I would recommend that as well. The next game, Chicago Bulls um, at the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks favored nine and a half. The the total is um, two twenty eight and a half. That game tips off at six o'clock, six thirty Eastern Standard Time on TNT uh, Sunday tomorrow. 
Um, I don't have an official play in this game as either Milwaukee. I'm thinking is going to roll them this series. That's not a hot take. Milwaukee's four and zero straight up, three and one against the number versus Chicago this season. Um, a player prop that I'm really looking for, um, but Tipico also doesn't have. If you're not in Colorado or New Jersey, um, then you can shop around at your a local sports book and see if. Uh, they have DeMar DeRozan under points. I saw him at one shop at 27 and a half. So that's that's the only play that I like in this game. I think <sighs> I lean towards Milwaukee covering here just because they, they, they own uh, Chicago. And Chicago's trending way down coming into this game. They own the glass against them. Both teams like to play ISO through their, their, their wings. But uh, – Milwaukee's wings of Giannis and Chris Middleton are just so much better than Zach Levine, who has been a little banged up, and DeMar DeRozan, who has been great this year. Um, not hating a DeMar DeRozan, but Bucks have a lot more depth, hence the the 9.5-point favorite. I just don't see a lot of uh, value in that number at the moment, although I wouldn't hate it if you guys were to make that bet because uh, I think the Bucks laying the points. The Bucks, generally speaking, are the right side here. Um, but again, I do. If you can find the Demar Derozan points, at which I think is at twenty-seven and a half, I like that because he averages just twenty-two points per game in the playoffs, which isn't that bad. But he shoots forty-seven percentage points worse from the field in the postseason. He shot worse and scored less on the road this year. He averages only twenty-four points per game versus Giannis in twenty-five head-to-head meetings, and he's went over twenty-seven and a half points in just eight of those twenty-five meetings. So, I like uh, under twenty-seven and a half Demar Derozan points if you can find it, but um, it's not an official play because it's not on Tipico, and it's actually not on a few books. So it's not just them. I'm just saying. Um, I, uh, I I I don't have it in, in my account right now, and I'm not seeing it available at the uh, the sponsored book. So, moving on to the next game, New Orleans Pelicans at the Phoenix Suns. I'm taking the Pelicans plus ten and a half, which is probably a square play, but whatever. I like this Pelicans roster since adding CJ McCollum. Phoenix is three and one straight up and against the number versus the Pelicans this season, and New Orleans's only win was when Phoenix was without Chris Paul. Uh, the total is two and two um, on the over under for what that's worth, but uh, this is the most Phoenix has been favored since over New Orleans since getting Chris Paul uh, last season, and I think this is the best. Well, this is definitely the best version of New Orleans, um, even though they're without Zion Williamson, which is weird because this dude's doing 360 dunks um, and practice. I don't, I don't know what they're waiting for, but. Um, be that as it may, I, I, I think the reason Phoenix is such a heavy favorite is because of the playoff experience that Chris Paul has and be tangentially or because of which Phoenix has, but they only have one year in the postseason. Granted, they made the finals and I'm not even here to hate on Phoenix. They should win this game and hell, I wouldn't be surprised if they covered this number, but I do see some value in the Pelicans plus 10.5 because I do, again, think it's the best version of the Pelicans the Pel- uh, the Suns have faced, and they're getting momentum after winning two straight elimination winner-go-home games against the Spurs and then uh, Friday night against the Los Angeles Clippers. Took a hell of a punch from the Clippers in, in the second half, but overcame that and, and still ended up winning a game that they uh, essentially peed down their leg in. So... 
again, I, I think the acquisition of Chris uh, CJ McCollum, excuse me, was uh, hugely underrated or or maybe overlooked by the market. And uh, isn't something I paid much attention to at the time, but he's been great since joining New Orleans. He's averaging 24 points per game on 56% effective field goal shooting. New Orleans is fourth in ATS differential since uh, February 10th, which was McCollum's first game for New Orleans. They uh, He's got a plus 4.3 adjusted on-off net rating, and he's technically um, categorized as a wing. Uh, by cleaningtheglass.com, which is a very competitive position. And he's in the 77th percentile of wings and on-off net rating. So CJ McCollum has just been phenomenal for the Pelicans. And uh, Phoenix, Phoenix's 16-point victory over New Orleans, March 15th, um, covered the number. But New Orleans was without Brandon Ingram. And, and Brandon Ingram is the Pelicans' best player when, when Zion's not out there and he hasn't been out there the whole year. He's ninety in the 94th percentile of on-off net rating for wings. Um, and and honestly, it was, it was a former All-Star. He probably could have been an All-Star this season if he didn't go through injury issues and if New Orleans didn't start off so terribly. Um, but with him in the lineup, I don't think there's 10.5 points worth of difference between this Pelicans team and even a, a fully loaded, fully um, healthy new uh, Pel- uh, Suns team, excuse me. So I'll take 10 and a half the New Orleans Pelicans, um, and I'll add that to my Brooklyn Nets uh, four and a half plus four and a half play for my two best bets in the uh, Sunday NBA slate. I'm also looking for Seth Curry three-point player prop uh, and point pop props i'm also looking for max Struess and pj tucker three-point props and i'm getting down on demar Derozan under his point prop um so those are my plays um but i'll be officially graded by the two sides i gave out which again new orleans pelicans plus two ten and a half and brooklyn nets plus four and a half best of luck to you guys whether you fade or follow me um i'll grade all these picks when I join you guys again, which will probably be Monday, uh, April 18th. Best of luck on all your NBA playoff action this weekend. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.